1: Everyone seems to be reassessing commitments and reevaluating priorities. In an age of resignation and reluctance, we have to ask what matters most? In the month of November, we're focusing on the word recommitment commitment to Christ, His church, and His mission in everyday life.
2: the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen prayer of confession jesus you said you shall love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength i know and you know better that my love for you has faltered heart and soul are bent toward my selfish will My mind is easily distracted and my strength fails. But I know you are gracious. Forgive me, show me loving kindness. Reform my heart and soul, mind and strength that I may be fully devoted to you. Amen.
0: O God, I commit to you this day my soul, my body, and all my ways, deeds, and purposes. I pray you to open my heart and mouth that I may praise your name. Your name is above all names. Grant that my life may be to your honor and that I may serve you in love. Amen.
1: Our word today comes from the book of John, chapter 15, verse 12. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Our meditation today was written by Paul Dickerson. But what about my congregation? Yesterday we walked through our callings in the areas of home, work, and society. But there's a fourth bucket. What does it look like to commit to a church, a congregation? Especially today in an age of half-hearted commitments and the Great Resignation. What is one's work with respect to the church? Here's a place to start. Be present. Just like we talked about being specific and unique in our callings at home, work, and society, it's the same way with church. You and I are not just part of some generic church or of a denomination. When you attend a church service, you go to a specific place with a specific group of people, likely the same people week after week. That right there is your church. The specific people that God has called you to and made you a part of. C.S. Lewis once observed that the New Testament knows nothing of solitary religion. I think he's right. I cannot think of a single example in the New Testament where someone follows Jesus in isolation. In fact, it's just the opposite. Following Jesus is portrayed as a group project. The New Testament gives roughly 60 one another commands for how to live together as a church. In Ephesians 4, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. How about 1 Thessalonians chapter 5? Encourage one another and build one another up. How about 1 Peter chapter 4? As each of us has received a gift, use it to serve one another. And Jesus Himself, love one another as I have loved you, in our reading from today. It's worth noting that Jesus' words are spoken to His disciples on His last night with them before going to the cross, almost like their own little church. One another. There is an assumed reciprocity that doesn't make any sense if following Jesus was meant to be an individual endeavor. Rather being part of the church and following Jesus is something that is practiced among and shared with other believers in Christ. It is a group project and your physical presence is needed. I am grateful for how technology has expanded the reach of the gospel during the pandemic avenues of connection and care. And there are legitimate reasons why worshiping online might be the right option for you in a given week. You're sick, you're out of town, You have a specific condition where it might be dangerous to be around other people. But those should be the exception, not the rule. The norm and the expectation is that you would be here, physically present. Because like the Lord, the church is incarnate, in the flesh. Just as Christ was incarnate, took on flesh, and was physically present for a time, so too the church manifests the presence of Christ when we physically gather together in his name. Be present we pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for calling me to be a part of your church and bringing me into your family. Fill me with your love and care for my brothers and my sisters. Amen.
0: the benediction. May the love of Jesus draw us to himself. May the power of Jesus strengthen us in his service. May the joy of Jesus fill our souls. May the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be upon us always. Amen.